are happening mm -hmm. today. It is a billion degrees in here. Oh, yes. And also, Joe, just like as a cliffhanger throughout the show, mm. may pass out at I any may time. Just, may just, and then, oh, oh, yeah, we could also have projectile vomiting. Yeah. Yes, that would it, be fantastic. I could go, um, you know, uh, Bonham style, maybe uh, pass out in a, in a pool of it. Uh, who knows? You'd say Bono? Bonham. From Bonham. Led Zeppelin. Oh, he passed out in a pool of vomit? Well, like like many rock drummers have <laughs> choked on. David, let's hear some good drummer vomit stories, shall we? Like personally or? <laughs> <laughs> oh. Good that's times. Good. That's why, you know, when Dave gives us the five-second countdown, you just want to rush him and high-five him. <laughs> Uh, yeah, no, I did not know. <laughs> I did not know the uh, the Led Zeppelin pool of vomit story, oh, yeah. which is not a good time at all. Mm. But yeah, so Joe could be exorcising it at any mm. time, just his head yeah. spinning around, pea soup. Nobody knows. Mm. Um, but <clears throat> yesterday, I was on my little phone scrolling through stuff, and then I went, "Oh God, oh, oh man, yeah, this was this. I mean it." I guess it didn't come out of nowhere, nowhere, but he'd had some health problems for the last few years. But mm. the, I saw the, the article in the Detroit News, I think it was the first place I saw it, that Mike of Drew and Mike died. Right. Mike Clark, only 63 years old. I know, man. right? Sarah and I used to work with Mike way back in the day. Mm -hmm. And um, I'll tell you that everything that had to do with that show was just as colorful as you think it would be, but at the same time, they were terrific guys. There they was really were. Nothing diva-esque about anybody on that show. No, the only, and it's not even really a diva thing, it was just a Mike thing. The, the only like special treatment that he got above and beyond any other broadcaster I've ever known mm. is that um, he was allowed to smoke in the studio. Mm -hmm. And um, the station that I was on at the time used to be in a different building, but we moved into the same building with Riff. So it was Riff and the Edge, the alternative station, and doing the morning show with my co-host Spike. <laughs> and all of a sudden we're like, What's going that? on? Is something on fire? What is happening in here? Yeah. Or you'd pull in. They had smoking facilities built for this show. Well, that was also because of the boss at the mm. place at the time was like, I need heating lamps and a smokearium for the wintertime because I need at least a full pack a day with this radio business. Right. But yeah, so he was 100% smoking in the studio at all times and it would come through the ventilation system into ours. Oh. And so... Um, Spike, I guess, went over there and, and said to Mike, like, hey, you know, yours is connected to ours. Could you maybe not smoke during the show or whatever? And he's <laughs> like, well, listen, when you have a number one show, yep. then you mm -hmm. can tell me to stop smoking. But for now, <laughs> I'm going to smoke in the studio. But he wasn't being an ass about it. That was just like his. Right. It was his That's... gig. That was his thing that he was, you know, crazy butt Mike mm -hmm. guy. Who... Did, did Arthur Penhall ever find out? what butt mic was the mic. <laughs> I always wonder that, and I actually almost, I almost tagged him on Facebook yesterday when I shared the news. They wouldn't and I'm tell like, him because they didn't want him to know? I don't know, but okay, so if you've ever listened to Drew and Mike, <laughs> Mike had a bit called Butt Mike. Yes. And he would basically have a mic down by his buttocks, <laughs> and he would let it go. And sometimes it was highly produced, sometimes there was music, sometimes there was other fanfare. But what a, a lot of people reverb on that part. right, yeah. And what a lot of people didn't know that the mic that Mike Clark used mm -hmm. was Arthur Penhallow's mic. <laughs> so 
And I almost Aww. tagged him in it, but I. I'm you surprised know. Penn Hill didn't get pink eye at any point if there's that much <laughs> farting going on. If they had games based, they had stump butt mic. <laughs> yes. <laughs> they would do the traffic. Oh. That's the hell traffic. Oh my goodness. Um, yeah, but the, he was super good dude, very funny, you know, just laid back, wouldn't hurt a fly, very, very nice, and just loved his job to pieces because I think he just. He used to be like a like a Ford line worker or something. He right? was he, he like was he something. A, yeah, he used to he used to call into the show. Yeah. And if you've ever been on the radio or know people that have been on the radio, you always have certain listeners that are more colorful than others. Yeah. And um, Mike apparently was Drew's more colorful uh, caller and because that, it used to be Drew and Zip back right, in the day. Right, but that never transitions into a oh you're going to be my co-host right. for life thing. It's right. So crazy that that happened, and they were just. You know, they were, they were kept this town together for a long time, Joe. Yeah. People just wanted to wake up and hear somebody fart into a microphone. Really, right. is there so much to ask? You know, there was something that was right about that show, um, you know, especially, you know, when they were on, when the Wings had yeah. won the Stanley Cup after the drought, and they were, you know, buds with all the players, and yeah. they really had a good thing going there. And it, I, I always felt, and this is not a slam on Dave and Chuck, but, uh, you know, I always felt that Drew and Mike had a lot more left in the tank before yeah. they were taken off the air. That, I 100% agree. I felt mm. like that happened. They pulled the plug on that early. Right. Their numbers were still, I mean, these are people that were getting, like, most of the other shows were competing, like, right here for numbers. They were competing for the scraps. Yeah. Basically. And then Drew and Mike would be, like, 20 shares, yeah. which is outrageous to get that kind of number and mm -hmm. they were still there when they took them off the air yeah. so anyway but dave chuck and lisa we still love you yeah you do a great job too but uh he was he was a, a radio legend and it's a bummer that um that he just out of nowhere not out of nowhere but i mean in his sleep because mm -hmm. drew lane spoke to one of the papers and said yeah i was texting with him on monday and he was his normal funny hanging out I, it didn't seem you know any different than any other day and he just died right. in his sleep so right now another guy you know another guy that passed away uh maybe you don't have as many warm and fuzzy feelings or memories about this maybe, maybe you do maybe you, you do. know if you were a big you know you'd, you'd get you a big bowl HBO. of popcorn <laughs> yeah. wrap yourself up in your shawl watch a cat <laughs> house shawl. marathon oh, oh god yeah yeah the guy the uh, probably probably the most famous brothel owner i would mm. say ever <laughs> next um, to me Dennis Hoff, the Hoff. Germans yes. love the Hoff. Um, yes, he was the owner of the Bunny Ranch, and I, I, I didn't realize he had like a whole. Oh, he was like stable a stable of. He was like a, a chain and, owner. Yeah. It was kind of like Gus Fring in Breaking Bad. Um, Dennis Hoff owned the most famous one was Moonlight Bunny Ranch, which was where they shot Cat House. And right. lately, he was running for a political seat. Which that was crazy Which, too, but he was like, "Thanks, Donald Trump, for making my yeah, dream, my dream so possible." <laughs> he actually won the primary, and he will be on the ballot. I, well, I mean, mm. it's so obviously now that he's passed, he was seventy-two, and they were having this big party. I, it might have been his birthday party. I'm not one hundred percent sure on that, but it's him, a bunch of other politicians, and some porn stars, including Ron Jeremy, the Hedgehog, the Hedgehog, going back there. to Drew and Mike, right? <laughs> And, uh, yeah, they were just whooping it up, having a party, whatever. And then the, I think the hedgehog tried to wake him up or get him up the next day. They had some meeting to go to. Well, the hedgehog was, he broke out his harmonica and started having He did having do a little happy birthday yeah. thing. Yes, he did. Um, the night before. But, yeah, so he tried to wake him up and he was gone. 72 mm. years old. 
So no more, no more Cat House guy, no more um, of that HBO show, although they canceled that a while ago. Yeah, when HBO removed all of its adult programming, so uh, Taxi Cab Confessions, Real Sex, Cat House, mm -hmm. and... Other shows that I may or may not know the titles of. <laughs> you really rattled those off with <laughs> right. the show. I don't know what's going on. So do you think, uh, <laughs> do you think that, that Mike and Dennis are like in line waiting to get through security somewhere? Probably. Like in the afterlife? Yes. Unless one of them has pre-check. High Because if you've got pre-check, you can just walk right in, basically. <laughs> and then we had a, an official character TV death with Roseanne mm. on The Connors. And they did what what they said they were going to do, or what the rumor was that they were going to do, which was that it was a painkiller, an opioid overdose. It's thing. so specific. No, yeah, well, so but her character apparently had had some sort of a knee injury. I really only watched the first episode of the Roseanne comeback, mm. and so I didn't realize that this was like an ongoing talking their family having difficulty with insurance and not being able to afford prescriptions and blah, blah, blah. And she mm. had had a surgery and that she was already on those pills. And so with the Connors airing on um, Tuesday night, they had it that the family thought she died of a heart attack. Mm. And the Connors picks up three weeks later when they're then informed that actually it was because she had been taking um, the pills, Joe, mm. the pills. And it's something that actually so many people, unfortunately, are going through. Right. And it's so super relatable. But I don't know. It's uh, The show's also supposed to be a comedy. Well, and it was, that's this why. This first episode had a lot of really uh, not yes. fun things to get through. So. Uh, you know, again, likening this to Valerie, so Valerie Harper's show yeah. in, uh, in the 80s with Jason Bateman. Ooh. And then some twins. There were twins, and then, uh, and then their dad was a plane pilot, and he was from some soap opera. But... There was just one episode where they decided that, you know, Valerie was going to die off camera. And they said, oh, by the way, it was, they basically said, by the way, mom died. That's, that's how they let, and they're not really specific about anyway, it. Anyway, and then they just keep yeah. <laughs> And then they do the show, and then Sandy Duncan is the new mom figure. And uh. No, I mean, they really, the whole episode, they just sort of, like, languished in, like, the death of this character. I mean, they were just talk, going through the whole grieving process, yeah. and then, the, like, again, I said, the whole opioid thing. Do, do and, I mean, the they didn't brush over it at all. I, that's where I'm wondering, did the producers kind of, like, were they kind of, like, kind of taking the Oh, taking pleasure and, out of you? Yeah. Like, she's dead. She's yeah. so dead. Dead, dead, She dead, was dead, found dead. in a pile of dirty laundry in a putrid, smelly, decomposed state, and just like, oh, hold the, too much. I get, we too get much. it. We get it. She tweeted <laughs> terrible things. I understand. Yeah. No, so, I mean, they they definitely um, made a point, but then it was also things that were very relatable to a mm. lot of people. So we'll see. It the, the numbers, as I understand it, were very, very high mm. for the first one, but I don't know if people Speaking are going to come back. Speaking of high. Yeah. Oh, Nelly. We, uh, we know that Pete Davidson and Ariana Grande broke up, but you'll be happy to know that uh, Ariana Grande returned the ring, mm. which was worth like 93000 thousand yeah. dollars well it was it was less than 90 days after the purchase so of course you can return the ring <laughs> all you need even the receipt? You don't even need the receipt you sometimes don't need the receipt? no you no. just gotta show your driver's license oh my god i'm surprised yeah. she didn't tip over with that thing because it was like a skating rink so huge but she did return it to <sighs> pete davidson and then she gets to keep the fancy apartment that they were living in because he didn't pay for that. She paid for it. it was like millions of dollars see <laughs> that's no the way that to me manhattan apartment that's where you got to go, well, can we make it work? Um, and then apparently they got just recently a small pet pig together mm. that they named Piggy Smalls. 
And uh, Ariana will have main custody of Piggy Smalls, mm. but I believe Pete has been allowed visitation with Piggy Smalls. Mm. So they were very adult about this. They wow. figured everything out. Well, that's a notorious P.I.G. right there, right? Ah, yay! All right, when we come back, there's a lot of drama to get this to you, mm. but it's here and it's happening. And it was an incredible performance by Eminem uh, with a cameo from someone very, very special. And you'll get to see it next on Pop That Culture. Hey, you guys, it's Raphael of the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Guess what? The only thing we can get down here in the sewer is Geektainment Weekly on new radio media. Turtle power! Maple Lane Golf Club is a 54-hole golfing treasure located in the heart of Sterling Heights. Maple Lane Golf Club offers immaculate greens, a top-flight pro shop, and inexpensive green fees. For convenience, book your tee time online at maplelanegolf.com. Come out and enjoy a great golf experience. Try our 9 and Dine special, 9 holes of golf, and enjoy food and refreshments in the Clubhouse Bistro. That's Maple Lane Golf Club in Sterling Heights. Check us out at maplelanegolf.com. Hi, I'm Art, and we're the crew at Tuffy Walled Lake. We've been in Walled Lake for 20 years, and through our knowledgeable staff and customer satisfaction, we've become quite the cornerstone in our community and to our discerning customers statewide. We know how important your vehicle is to you, and we take pride in our impeccable, affordable service, and we're trying to get you back on the road as quickly and safely as we possibly can. Please stop in and see why everybody comes from all over to get their car serviced at 784 North Pontiac Trail in Wald Lake. At Murray's Park City, we're known for offering customer service you won't get in any chain store or online. But don't take it from me, just listen to what our customers have to say. The employees at Murray's are knowledgeable, courteous. They make you feel like you're at home. Pick up a can of Seafoam Fuel System Treatment for only $6.99 or a 5-quart container of Mobile One Motor Oil for just $28.95. Murray's Park City and Pontiac Trail at Maple Road in Walled Lake. We've got the parts you need when you need them. You're gonna fly away, and you're going my way. Oh, we're back, and we're on, as far as we know. But last night... Right! No. Oh, the hell broke loose. Oh, my God. I can't watch kittens playing piano. The carnage. Listen, if YouTube went down for a little while, normally it would not be a big deal. Yeah. But it was the one time I, I truly needed your YouTube. Right. And they went down for an hour. 13-year-old boys. Where am I going to go to be an asshole? Where am I going to go? Oh, there's so many other places that you control. 13-year-old boys. You're all right. It's okay. You don't have to Fake. Just do uh, YouTube comments. But yeah, they, uh, people were freaking out. It was the United States and I think three or four other countries where it just mm. error, um, error message across mm. everything. You couldn't play it for the love of Pete. But it came back and then we were able to send the link to our good pal, David. Mm. Woo! So he could make this happen for you. So... Um, Eminem did a really outrageous special performance for Jimmy Kimmel. Yeah. It was Empire State Building. He did it take the elevator lit. sometimes. I mean, literally, it was lit. It was. <laughs> many, many colors. Um, he did take the elevator sometimes, but sometimes he was doing the stairs. This mm. man's done some cardio in his right. life because that's a lot of stairs. Yeah. 
to get up the Empire State Building as you're doing your song yeah. for the the uh, main track for the movie Venom. Um, but he got to a certain point, and then he met Guillermo from Jimmy Kimmel. So here is their little meeting in the elevator. Yep. The, yo. Yo. Oh, hi. Hey, are you going up? Uh, I think so. You want a microphone? Oh, yeah, thanks. This one's, I, I don't know what happened. Come here a lot? No, first time. I'm from LA. If you get a chance, you should check out the um, exhibit on the 80th floor. Oh, okay. This building was designed by a guy named William Lamb. It only took him like 410 days to build it. It's crazy, right? Wow. Yeah. Wow. Oh, this is me. Thank you, Mr. M&M's. I don't know if you noticed this. Was it me or was the Muzak in the elevator a Muzak version of Venom? It was, yeah. yeah. That was part of the joke. The joke joke. That, do just like love Muzak versions of like popular songs? Or am I just weird? <laughs> no, you're not weird. I think no. it's funny. I think it's, I think it's very, it's very you, David. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. So we have an interesting sort of take, kind of, on the whole sexual harassment Me Too thing. Mm which is that there was a new article, um, New York Magazine interviewed Nicole Kidman. And she, I forgot how young she was when she got married to Tom Cruise. She was only 22 years old wow. when they got married. He saw her in some other movie that he was like, I'm gonna cast her in Days of Thunder mm. and make this happen. Mm -hmm. And he did. He played the long game. He did play the <laughs> long game, he totally did. Um, but she said, you know, that being with him, basically, she didn't necessarily have a lot of power, mm. but she had a lot of protection. Oh. So nobody was going to harass the wife of Tom Cruise. Oh, because yeah. He's such a powerful person, A, in Hollywood, but B, in Scientology. Yeah. You don't um, mess with Maverick. You mm. sure don't. Nope. Because, man, you do not want those Scientology people following no. you around all the time. They are relentless. If you try and leave the religion or you mess with one of their people, they will constantly follow right. you and just make you feel like you're a crazy person. Who was it? Uh, Leah Remini did the... Yeah, and, Leah Remini. And, yeah, and it's, just, it's just like she has to look over her shoulder and all the time. And they're always there. Yeah. They are always there. <laughs> <laughs> so scary. 
Um, so she was actually married to Tom Cruise for uh, 11 years. Mm. And so during her 20s, which would be a prime time for creeps in Hollywood mm. to try and be like, hey, casting couch, whatever, um, she was fully protected. And then when she was spit back out into the world again, basically, at like 32, 33 years old, she's like, I had to grow up really fast because I'd been so cocooned in his mm -hmm. world and protection when she was out again she was like oh this is a little bit more harsh than i realized yeah then she went back on that revenge dating thing so she breaks up with maverick and starts dating iceman and <laughs> and batman that would have been incredible though if in real life she did date uh what's right his face? val kilmer val kilmer yeah <laughs> i'll show you um yeah so that was just sort of an interesting twist on this whole thing that everyone's been talking about their experiences right. in hollywood and hers was very different because of her marriage. Well, it's a good thing she knew the password to get out right? of, the, of the marriage. I mean, yeah. getting in is one thing. Getting out is another. Got to put a blanket over her head, mm -hmm. get her in a car, go, Just don't go, take go. a cab to the wedding. Let her take go. a limo. Like a freedom tunnel. Um, yes. So there is someone who I cannot stand. But I, it's, it's his... He makes it his business to be a troll as much mm. as possible. That's how he makes a living, mm. basically. Speaking of 13-year-old boys on YouTube. Yes. It's just trolly, trolly, troll. And this one, I know he's doing it on purpose, but it still drives me crazy right. that he might actually think this. And it is Piers Morgan. Mm. Piers. The worst. And he decided he wanted to dad shame mm. anybody who does this, but in particular, Daniel Craig, 007, James Bond, mm -hmm. if they use a baby carrier. Yes. A, a papoose. papoose. Or a baby Bjorn. Depending, a Bjorn, yes. Or depending on the brand that you like. Yeah. Are you out of your mind? He basically said that using this to hold his baby was emasculating for How Daniel Craig. These are like exactly. those guys that see. Exactly. These are like those guys that see skinny jeans and they really flip out that somehow pieces of denim that are a little smaller than other pieces of denim are a threat to their masculinity, well, right? No, so, but here's here's why he's saying that you're not a real man if you use one of these. Mm. He's basically calling you lazy. He's like a real man would hold their child yeah. or when they're older, put them on their shoulders. Right. When you don't use these contraptions. If you're a real man, you just use your strong yeah. arms and your hands. And he keeps on doubling down. Yeah, actually, a real man doesn't use a diaper bag. He carries the formula, a handful of diapers, <laughs> a towel, some safety pins, and, the baby, and the baby all at the same time with a cell phone. Yeah, Pierce, you have a point. On, and just people on the internet were not having it right. at all. They were totally defending Daniel Craig and any mm. dad who they were like, this is what a real man does. He holds his baby, you know, in whatever way, you know, he can do it. Piers Morgan, excuse the crap out of him that he's yeah. using a holder. Sorry that Daniel Craig's too busy putting food on the table for that baby, <laughs> which is why he's wheeling and dealing with that papoose. Well, they say that if you use a baby Bjorn or a papoose, uh, whatever you want to call them, yeah. Part of the benefit is is that the They're baby feels your heartbeat. your heartbeat. Yeah. Peers. Peers. The worst. And then he's like, I don't I don't think Daniel Craig's manly enough to be 007 anymore. Yeah. Maybe I, I think he's, take over he's the plenty role. manly for you, Piers Morgan. Piers Morgan, you couldn't even beat him in like a short foot race, let alone get through all the stunts and all the things they have to do for Yeah. Go scurry James off and Ron. write another article for the sun, won't you? Shut your face, Piers. Um, something else that was super scary and also had people on the internet freaking mm. out was when the robotics team that has the robot dog decided that they want to show off what it could do. 
and they put, I know this weirds you out. You're, it does. It, it, it totally does. I could see your skin crawling right now. It does because, you know, just I, you know, what was the first thing I said when we were having problems with YouTube last night? Uh, did you somebody, say Skynet? Somebody no? turned on Skynet. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. So it's an engineering company called Boston Dynamics, and they have their robot dog is called Spot Mini. And we've seen it before. Mm. And it's creepy when it's just walking, but then they decided to show you that Spot Mini can do a full dance routine to Bruno Mars' Uptown Funk with robot dog twerking in it. And mm. all of it is just, I know. It's cool that there's these advancements in science and robotics, but it is weird when you watch it. Mm -hmm. So enjoy. If we show up, we're gonna show up. Smoother than a fish, I'll skip it. I'm too hot, hot day. Call the police and the fireman. I'm too hot, hot day. Make a dragon wanna retire, man. Yeah. Oh man! Yeah, we've decided that these the the butt shaking and all that is just so that it can sort of distract you and then use yes. its neck to come and yes. Look at how cute it is! Oh, I'm dead. <laughs> yes, I mean I don't know. I guess we could be excited that when our robot overlords take over, yeah. that they will at least know how to dance. You still haven't seen that episode of Black Mirror, have you? I haven't you? watched any Black Mirror okay. yet. I know I feel I'm behind. If you are a Black Mirror fan, there is an episode where they have creatures that are like that? just like this, and they essentially Ooh, take girl. over the world. And they look a lot like this. But I want to know what these robot dogs. When there's two of them in the same room, do they sniff each other's robot asses? They need to put that video out because that <laughs> you know? that would be amazing. Do they, do they like vomit robot ass? vomit and then eat it again? <laughs> eat robot poop. <laughs> oh god. Oh, you, know, you pick through. What did what did he eat? What's, <laughs> it's underwear. What the? Ooh. All right. When we get back, we have some very interesting news from the set of The Joker with Joaquin Phoenix. There could be the appearance of somebody that nobody expected in this particular movie, and we'll tell you all about it next on Pop That Culture. Hi, I'm Andy. And I'm David. Join us for fun and adventure on our new show, Podquesters, where we fight through imaginary battles and pray to the dice gods for good rolls. Yes, it's an epic sweeping adventure. We try to fulfill our destinies without driving the Dungeon Master crazy. I thought that was the point. Anyways, check us out here on NewRadioMedia.com, Fridays, Podquesters. See you there. Advertising your business these days can be challenging. Traditional radio and TV ads are expensive and, frankly, a bit of a crapshoot. Not to mention, the audience for over-the-air material is shrinking as more and more of us demand to see and hear what we want, when we want. 
advertising on new radio media is a solution. With our live streaming programs that are also available on demand, your message is always ready when your customers are ready to watch and listen, all for a fraction of what you'd likely have been paying for other ads. NewRadioMedia.com. Call Buzz Van Houten at 248-939-9999 for more information. A study from Johns Hopkins researchers indicates a high-fat diet may lead to the development of new nerve cells in your brain that influence how much you eat. But it's also been known for decades that the brain continues to form new nerve cells well into adulthood. So for now, it appears the process occurs not only in the parts of your brain associated with memory and a sense of smell, but also in the ones that control your various body functions, including hunger and thirst. One researcher believes that your brain functions this way as part of your body's survival mechanism. When food is abundant, it generates cells that will make you eat more and make you store excess calories as fat for use when food is not readily available. But the problem with humans, particularly those in developed countries, is that food is almost always readily available. So the more you eat, the more fat you store and the greater becomes your appetite. With another Prescription for Your Health, I'm Dr. Jim Bragman. Man, all the time we are getting mm. different headlines from the set yes. of the Joker movie. You're right, it might be a cursed uh, set because there's all kinds of weirdness. But some of it was, was cool when we first got to see what Joaquin Phoenix was mm. going to look like in the makeup. And then we got the story that some of the extras were upset because they were trapped in a subway car for hours and hours and they couldn't get out and they had to pee and it was a whole thing. Yes. But now... See, they could have fixed that problem with a whole thing. Yes. Which is actually, I think, what some of them used, they said, and peed on the tracks. Um, but now there are pictures floating around that show the old school Batmobile, the one from the, the, the 60s. The, yeah. No, wait, uh, that one? Yeah. I thought it was the 80s Batmobile. No, it's the 60s. See, that's a... It's the, it's the 60s Batmobile from the Adam West one. Maybe it was just a fanboy cruising around. I'm going to go visit Joaquin. Yeah, people aren't really sure. Well, because the thing is, is that this one is supposed to take place before Batman existed. Like, Bruce Wayne's dad is still alive and running for mayor. Hmm. And so this is, that's way before, you know. Maybe this is Bruce Wayne's dad's car before <laughs> he monograms it, right? Oh! Before he decals it. He goes to AutoZone, you know, Auto buys some, Zone. like, aluminum pedals and, <laughs> and some bat decals and, yeah. you know, like a Calvin that's peeing on another car decal and, yeah. So, and there's all, I mean, people are already trying to figure out theories for what this means. Why would, why would there hmm. be an appearance of Batman in this movie if he doesn't exist yet? And so they're already like, wow. what if... Batman from the future decided to go into the past and stop the Joker before he becomes the Joker or, you know, right as he's becoming the Joker. And they're like, oh, no, wrong, wrong comic know. book universe. <laughs> David, what if, and this is, this is a weird theory, hmm. but what if in this universe, Batman is actually a TV show? <gasps> and the Joker is basing his Joker off of the TV no show. way. And, and the 70s <laughs> Batman is in there. Well, I'm not going to throw up. I'm going to put brain matter all over the wall. That's walls. amazing. Wait, so, wait, so basically, Joaquin Phoenix is basing the real-life Joker in that universe on Cesar Romero? What? 
That's amazing. Oh, I love it. Or that what might be if, one of my favorite conspiracy theories ever. But what if Batman isn't in this at all? What if somebody mistook this and this was the car that Jason Bateman drove up to the set because he wanted to check it out? He finished shooting Arrested Development. Wanted to come it's the over. Batemobile. It's, is yeah, that what you're it's the Batemobile. Right Thank you. Yeah. Um, yeah, so I don't know. We'll find out. We don't know. Is this a flash forward? As you say, was it just a fanboy coming on mm. set? And wouldn't it be fun to have the new Joker, you know, with that car? What, we don't know. Because we have fanboys show up here all the time in weird vehicles. <laughs> and it's, it's sometimes it's really distracting. Yeah. But we, you know, we like we like having at least a couple of fans around, whether you're crazy right. or not. Thanks a lot just, for coming on Just by. launch the stream and you can even just walk away. Just let the stream <laughs> keep running. Oh, man. They, uh, they're, they're really into the live-action versions of animated things these days. No, it's too much. Because you just, you don't, you know, when you run out of ideas in Hollywood and rebooting and rebooting and rebooting mm. things, they're like, ooh, this is kind of an untapped resource where we take something, we don't just mm. reboot it, we steal from the animated ones and make a live-action, then we can get people's money again. Right. So you have all the Disney ones that uh -huh. we've been talking about recently, and now... The guy who directed Barbershop and one of the Fantastic Fours. I don't know if it was the recent. Wow, and that why guy. not? Yeah. Green like that. He's he's coming at us he's with this idea. Well then In the sequel. Now <laughs> now He also did Ride Along. I think that was the one with Bruce Willis where he's a complete ass. Hmm. Um, so anyway, they've decided that they're going to make a live action Tom and Jerry. Which hmm. if you do remember Tom and Jerry, this is how we know yeah. them. But when I heard live action Tom and Jerry, I was picturing it more like the next photo that we right. have. <laughs> just a whole movie of mm. that. Yes. But apparently, yeah, exactly. Just uh, then, then Tom plays piano. <laughs> then he starts driving. Exactly. But apparently what they're going to do is they're going to kind of Mary Poppins this crap where it's going to be a combination of live action and animation. No. So Tom and Jerry no. are still going to be cartoons and not speak. No. But then everything around them no. will be live action. No. No, we tried this with the chipmunks. doesn't work. Oh, you're right. Mm -hmm. And the Smurfs, yeah. they did. No. Oh. I don't care if you get Katy Perry to voice some of that. Smurfette. No. Yes, uh -uh. exactly. Not going to work. Hmm. Well, I know you're disappointed with that. There were some other mm. people that were really disappointed when they got a preview of one of the new emojis that's going to be available. Mm. I think it's supposed to be available to everybody at some point this month. But New Yorkers lost their mind mm. when they saw that a bagel emoji was added and it did not look like the kind of bagel that they would like to eat. Yeah, no schmear. No schmear. Yes, there was no schmear on what it. What if there's a schmear emoji and you're supposed to, like, put them together somehow? I, Is there a lox emoji? We need to do something like that where I, it, you could probably already do it, where, but where you can kind of combine emojis. I would like that at some point in the future hmm. where you can make things kind of come together. Yeah. Animated? I don't know. Yeah, you could get the you can get the smiling pile of poo and put it on bagel. Ooh, delicious. Yeah, something mm. like that. Too Although, much corn again, in this. Ooh. I probably already exists and I just don't even know. But when people saw the preview of the bagel, they're like, "What monstrous satanic factory shop did this horrifying thing come out of?" It's too perfect. I wouldn't even buy it off the shelf at like a Meyer or a Walmart. This no. Is, they want the real deal, you know, not perfectly shaped 
New York. What bagel. what if this is right out of the bagel making magic machine? We don't know that. <laughs> Come on, really? Flint doesn't have water. We how is this even a thing, people? This was such there was such an outcry about this whole deal with it that they I mean, they treated it like, yeah, this was the most important, like, no, right. no, we have to fix the emoji. And so they decided they will put the cream cheese on there. They will have the schmear on there. And now The it's, cream cheese even has a shadow. It does. And oh, then, you know what? Then, well, I'm a cinnamon raisin bagel guy. Oh, my God, it's plain. And the uh, the bagel has more of a butt, like a, yes. like a crack. Yes, in it does. It, and it's like slightly more... Again, misshapen. So I guess feel better about it that if you really need to text mm. a bagel to your friend, when all of the new ones and the changes come out, you're going to have a more realistic looking bagel. Now, Joe, because you are on the devil machine mm. and more than me, um, you can tell me all about this. Did it happen to you? No. It did not. It did not. Okay. I still get calls for people that want to extend the warranty on my car, uh, consolidate my debt, but no weird uh, tweets. Okay, yeah. Uh, people were weirded out because they kept getting this push notification on Twitter, and it was just a string of letters and numbers, letters and numbers, letters and numbers, and they're like, what, what, is, what is happening? What, I don't understand. It's Skynet, I'm yeah, telling you. Exactly. First, we have YouTube not working. Or actually, mm -hmm. I think this happened before the YouTube thing happened. But you have all this hacking stuff happening with Facebook. It was bound to be that at some point something weird was going to happen for Twitter. So, um, and it went all the way up to the the CEO Jack Dorsey was like, "Yep, I got it too." He's like, "We're looking at it. Yeah. Well, hold your horses. We'll figure it out." This is, you know what? Maybe Skynet was just letting people know. You know what? Yes, I'm going to exterminate humanity, but I'm going to let them know first. Hashtag woke Skynet. Well, I think this is actually kind of a, a fascinating thing that happened. So they finally came out with the explanation. And they said, you know those red bubbles that appear when you get notifications? Usually you wouldn't see this in numbers and code, but that's how we talk to your phone. Mm. So you get those notifications. It's fixed. We're good. So you were just seeing the code for the notification rather than just the red mm. dot that you got, you mm -hmm. know, a message or a yeah. new article coming in or whatever. Right. Yeah. It's the code for our impending doom. But that's okay. Wow, you really are just... I'm becoming Amish, Sarah. I'm renouncing all technology. How far do you think that beard can go, by the way? Hmm? Like, if you were going to roll out, like, get real Jebediah on uh, Probably uh, for a long time. Do you, no, yeah. I mean, like, do you think it could get down? Oh, easily, yeah. Really? Yeah, by the time I get back from Rummerspringer, psh. Um, I love that you go straight to the non-Amish, like right. what Amish people do when they're trying to see if they don't want to be Amish yeah. anymore, and they go out and party and like do yeah. all this stuff, and then they can make the decision if they want to come back. Yeah. Well, you gotta you gotta go on a diet to know that you don't want to be on a diet, right? <laughs> I mean, so just go straight for Rumspringer. No. By the way, Rumspringer. Rumspringer is my Amish speed metal band. By the way, there's an umlaut in there somewhere. Of course there is. Yes. No, I don't. We'll get you. Uh, we'll get you a horse and carriage. Yeah, and with a with an orange triangle, please. Yes. Hello. How good are you at uh, raising barns? Um, pretty good. Yeah. Uh, Churning yeah. butter. Oh, well, we're talking about like actually making butter, right? Not that's not code for anything. Correct. Okay. Although maybe it is. 
You know, maybe maybe the, the husbands uh -huh. who are in the Amish communities are walking by their ladies. Jebediah friends. and I are going to the barn to churn some butter. Churn butter. Ding. That's how you make babies. Um, Ooh, it's some heavy whipping cream. Whipping cream. Whip. Um, oh, boy, we're just going off the rails I know. Here, <laughs> when we get back, we will get back on the rails and tell you what are the more unique ways that a husband caught his wife cheating on him. I love this. And uh, you better be careful because there are cameras everywhere. We'll show it to you next. Want to stay informed, entertained, and enlightened? Get connected and stay connected today to New Radio Media. The New Radio Media app is now available for download in the Apple and Google Play Store. Just search for NRM Streams for unlimited access to archived, live, new, exciting, and unique content. Welcome to Geektainment Weekly. All for free. Do it now. Stay connected. And action. And millions of ducks. Two guys go to newradiomedia.com. The Arts and Entertainment Channel on New Radio Media. Dot com. What's going on in your neighborhood? They say it takes a village. It's the simple things. The things that are a testament to the old. The things that are a testament to the new. Know what's going on in your community. Check out our community channel on newradiomedia.com. It's all about you, and that's the way we like it. Where you're going. What you do to stay fit. What you're eating. What you're thinking. And how you're feeling. Join the conversation at NewRadioMedia.com's Lifestyles channel. Stream the life you want to live. Right. You can now what? click on Google Adultery View. <laughs> it's pretty much what this guy did. He didn't realize it. He uh, he was actually trying to be romantic, mm. all romantical, yeah. and pick out a good tourist destination to take his mm -hmm. wife on. Yeah, he's thinking, where would my wife, my wife want to go for a secret rendezvous? Yeah, what would be yeah. a great place to, where we could mm. make out and feel like we were in the first throes mm. of passion again? And he started looking around. Oh, let me go do Google Street View of this one street. And oh. would that what? I feel like huh. I've seen that outfit yeah. before. That hmm. looks a lot like my wife's hair. I. It looks a lot like her body. Mm. Their faces are blurred out, but mm. I'm pretty sure that's my wife with some other dude's yeah. head in her lap. Right. Either that or she gave birth to a fully grown man. We don't know. <laughs> yeah. 
on that bench, which was, you know. <laughs> Not very sanitary. No. Rest. <laughs> and so the picture was actually taken in 2013, but the husband mm. asked his wife about it anyway, and she admitted to, yep, cheated on you. Yep, that was the guy. And the, damn you, Google Street View. <laughs> How was I supposed to know they were going to capture us right at that moment? We could have been anywhere. You know, think about it. You can zoom down from a satellite view onto somebody cheating. Yeah. Hmm. Do you ever just look around on Google Street View to see, you know, what All you the can time. capture? All the time. Like random people. Just yeah, like if I'm on hold with customer service or, or something, I'll just click around Google Earth and. It was weird to do the Google Street View of my childhood home. Is that? Just to see what it looks like, you know, now and and what's kind of going on around mm. the the street around it, and I don't know. I like going back in time to see when stuff was planted. And, <laughs> and, oh. Oh, look at, oh, look, arugula's popping up. Beautiful. There is a fun little game online where you go into Street View and you have to guess where you are. Oh. And it'll drop you like anywhere in the world and you just have to sort of guess where you how, are. How much time do you need to play this game, Dave? That all depends on you. <laughs> wow. Are you good at it? You, you learn to pick up things. Like you learn to pick up like what side of the road things are on. The language that are on street signs, also oh. uh, the sure. license plates and stuff that you can see. Interesting. Yeah. I like uh, looking at bridges. Did you ever look at follow bridges and roads on Google Earth or Google Street View? No. Because the the algorithm makes them do weird things oh. depending on. It. So you'll see the like roads like go straight up in the air and stuff. Whoa. Yeah. It's like a weird Escher painting. Yeah, didn't, didn't we do a story um, a few months ago about a funeral home where there was a car sunk in a pond and somebody was looking at the funeral home at Google Street and they like, that looks like a, a car in the pond. So they sent the police out to the car. There's a body in the car. Oh, God. I don't remember that at all. Yeah. Maybe it's just a story you read, but that's weird. Yeah, it's just oh, a weird yikes. technology. Oh, well, uh, if you, you too can help a family today if you have any information on this next story because the, the children are very sad. Mm. Um, a family rescued a giant nose, a giant, a 50 pounds, yes. it's like two feet tall, 50 pounds of schnoz. Right. They saw it in some trash. Some, someone was going to throw this nose away, Joe, no. and they rescued well, that you nose. rescue the nose. And they displayed it on their front porch. And all their neighbors now were like, oh, that's the nose house. Oh, mm. yay. Yes. And the kids were so excited because they wanted to decorate the huge nose for Halloween. Mm. I don't know what it would go as, but they were all excited that they were going to be able to decorate the nose. Yeah. And then they woke up this week and somebody stole the nose. What would you expect? Who takes the nose? They're, they saw a nose. They went after in it. In trash. Yeah, not on somebody's still, porch. Yeah, they're unscrupulous people out if there. If they were like you, they'd have the little nest cameras. They would have been able yeah. to see, you know, who took the, the nose. Yeah, but well, they, apparently they were trying to clean it out so that they could decorate it. But the giant neti pot was really awkward <laughs> to handle. <laughs> so they, they put up notices around town. Mm. Hopefully people can help them. Right. Lost nose! Have you seen our beloved 50-pound nose? Maybe you accidentally picked it, thinking it was your own. <laughs> uh. Reward, $6.27 for information resulting in the safe return of our nose. Nose questions asked. Mm. Well, now, that's, a, that's a lovely sign -ness. 
Oh! You may ask, why $6.27? Well, originally, the, the mom was telling the, the kids, like, okay, this, is, this was your nose. You were very excited mm. about it. And the kids are like, we want it to be a $2,000 reward. If anybody has any information in the safe return of this nose, $2,000. Mm. And the mom's like, nope. I will only allow you to do a reward if it is a reward that you guys can actually pay. And mm. so the kids all pooled their money together <laughs> and it equaled out to $6.27. And they're like, this is what we have to give you if you return our nose. So that's what, what they put on the poster. Oh, which bring is them back their nose. So cute. Oh, boy. So it's, uh, it's still out there somewhere. So it's not been found? It has not been found. It's not been found. It's not been found. That's another one. Yeah, joke. I got a nose ring with that one. <laughs> oh, proud of you. Um, How are you feeling, buddy? Terrible. Are you serious? Are you ready I, to drop I like really, any minute now? I feel, I feel uh, terrible. Right. There's only, there's only one antidote for this, and it's not more cowbell. What could that be? It's Joe? two hours of, of Craig. Of Craig falling. Yes. <laughs> That's what you need. Just, yes. Craig yes. is your medicine. Yes, he is. I. I almost said that wrong, and it would have been like really bad. So I just caught. Yes, we're just gonna we're just gonna go. We're Craig's gonna... in the studio. No, don't say no. Oh, I said I got, it. Oh, Joe. With the, I mean, usually we try and say nice, lovely things mm. about Craig. We love he's Craig. amazing. Yes. He does an amazing show. But sometimes yeah. <laughs> he's in there holding the nose. One day they will find <laughs> out my true evil intention. Oh no! Folly <laughs> stole the nose. All right. You get to hang out with him next, and we will see you guys on Friday.